This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Shalom Aleichem. I would just like to uh, give a tremendous yashar kayach to Rabbi Lapiansky for agreeing to speak for our Kehila. Uh, tremendous Yashar Kayach for Michael and Yaakov for helping arrange this. It's been a long time that we've been asking when it could work out and when will be Zaycha. Um, I don't want to be a spoiler about the topic and let on the answer to the question of if Amelis Batayra is still relevant. But uh, I just wanted to say that the idea that Taira Erlach Yidna getting together to learn about Amelis Batayra and to find out how relevant Amelis Batayra is in their lives makes me think of the Pasuk at the end of the Nevoah, the last Nevoah is in Malachi, where the Navi describes that there'll be a time where society will say, Shav Hashem is of no value. And during that time, there will be Yechidim, there will be people that the Navi calls Yirei Hashem, and they'll talk to each other, and they'll remind each other of what's important. And just the very fact that they're having a conversation about Avedis Hashem and how important it is brings HaKadosh Baruch Hu to what the Navi describes as Vayak Sheb Hashem Vayishma. HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself is interested in listening to this conversation and he writes us down in the Sefer Zikarin and he remembers us. These people are my people. I think it's very, very, we're able to say that Tonight's drasha, we could imagine that a Kodesh Baruch is being makshiv to Yirei Hashem, that I would like to hear the words of a Chacham to bring us closer to Kodesh Baruch Hu and to bring us to Abed Hashem. Thank you very much, Rabbi Lapiansky. Thank you, Rabbi Fortune. It's uh, Baruch Hashem. I have the pleasure many times of davening in the Kehillah, and it's something that. I enjoy besides being next to the children, with the children I'm there for Shabbos, but it's a very, it's a, it's a seed in the ground and Baruch Hashem, I understand it'll blossom soon, Baruch uh, Hashem, and uh, hopefully we'll be zeichet that the car of both will daven in a shul and daven in, in the uh, next stage of the shul Baruch Hashem. I go to speak about a topic that, it's one of those topics that you hear as a yeshiva bacha, and you feel um, inspired by it as Yeshiva Bacha, it seems to be extremely relevant to the world of Yeshiva Bacha. It does not seem to be terribly applicable to the world of someone who's out there. Uh, a boy goes to Yeshiva, they speak about Meles Torah, the environment, the stage in life, the, the hopes, the aspirations, so that'll become a, somebody Hashiv and so on. So Amel's Torah rings extremely well. Um, as life moves on, and, and if we find our path somewhere else outside of Beis Medrash, so we still recognize the tremendous value of Amel's Torah for the people of Amel and Torah. Me and Shiva just had a dinner last night, a virtual dinner, and you see thousands of people at Taka, Amel and we respect it tremendously, and we look up to it, and so on. But in our lives, where we have a little bit of time here, a little bit of time there, it doesn't have any meaning at all. What's its significance? What, what, what is it all about? So I'd like to speak about that. 
Um, the first thing is the parasha where the Chazal introduced the concept of Meles Betoros in Bechukosai, which is like two weeks ago. In Bechukosai, Telechu, Vesonsoisat Yishmar, Vesisim Oisam. Rashi says, Yochel Zekim HaMitzvahs, Kishomus Mitzvosa Tishmaru, Arekim Mitzvahs Omer, Omani Mekayim Chukosai, Lechus Shetu HaMelem Betoros. Um, this parasha is a parasha that is Klal Yisrael's parasha. This is the Teichacha. This is um, a parasha. It's, it's the riot act being read to Klal Yisrael. So it's very hard to say that this is speaking for Reb Chaim Kanievsky's generation. It's also not true that we expect to be Reb Chaim Kanievsky's because... Um, as soon as Klai went to Israel, true in the Midbar, they were all Yeshua Holom. In the Israel, it was not like that. So this is talking Klai as a whole. So, and, and more than that, the opening line is Bechukosa Telechu. I mean, is that like, it, 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 is that because it's the most important mitzvah? If anything, to us, it's a. Um, it's a midas chasidus of sorts. If a person sits in his kaveh itim, and a person does shemitari mitzvahs, so Amel's betor is definitely a, a maila tova of some sort. But it's not something that we would say is, um, and this sits everything, and this is the, 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 the main, the, the biggest mitzvah, biggest avera type of thing. But um, you see in, in the psukim over here, that um, Rashi, I mean, says at the end of the parasha, where if you don't do it, in tim asu, that's the opposite. So Rashi says, "Areshava averes rishaynim, areshava averes rishaynigurus lomad leosa." So the the um, the the the, the uh, unraveling of Kal Yisrael. Is um, is uh, starts with Amelim. Rashi says, um, So so um, and then it starts going downhill from there, down and down. So it seems not the 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 importance and the significance of Amelus is not in its own right. As a very important mitzvah, very chashamayla, but somehow it's the key in both directions. Um, if Amel's betorah once it's amnas lishma lekayim seems to thread the needle, everything goes well, and as soon as it's vimloisishmuli, then it unthreads it, and and everything begins to fall apart. So how do you how do we understand that point? That Amelos Betorah is some sort of um, key to everything else. Another point that we want to take a look at is that that's that it's speaking about learning and Amelos Betorah. Amelos Betorah, one would assume, applies to the part of Torah that we can understand. So Mishpatim is the is the is the um, place where there's Amel Spatoro. It's Mishpatim is something that is um, meant to be understood, and therefore 
Amel's Torah most readily applies to it. Chok is the part of Torah that's not understood. Now, there are certainly halachas in Chok, and there's certainly things that a person um, can do. In, um, in other words, he can learn Mesechtis Para, and there's a lot of wonderful Torah and Para, but, it, but one would assume that there's a lot more of Amelis Torah in the part that's considered Mishpat. Um, the part that's considered chayik, even the lamsha Torah is kind of limited. There's no time in a krotadashan kind of. It's you, 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 you sort of figure out what the different dinim are and where they belong and so on. But if you're picking for one part of Torah, why would Chukosai be that, th- that one? So one more point. Um, the, the first bracha, the first thing that follows from Amelza Torah is I will give rain, period, and so on. Is there a midah connected midah? Some of the Sfarim sort of ask it. As Fasemis points it out, and he says something that uh, we'll, we'll try to make a point that sort of is similar to what he says. Um, he, you know, why is Gishmechem Bi'itam the immediate Mida connected Mida to the to this to this uh, Amelis Batar and so on. So let's start a little bit by thinking um, a bit about what are the motivations of a person in terms of a person's uh, doing things. What is what is a person? What pushes a person to do things? So. Um, the 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 answer that is universal is tainuk, a pleasure of some sort, a positive feeling, which pleasure is a good word for it. It doesn't have to be a physical pleasure. It 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 can be many levels, but the point is tainuk enjoyment is what drives a person. Now a person can have an enjoyment when he has a sense of I'm doing the right thing. That's a very, very noble type of enjoyment. But the point is, it's pos- it rings positive to me. Tainug is the f- thing that pushes a person. There's a safer called Sefer Hayasher. It's not... The, 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 there, there's a Sefer Hayasher from Rabbeinu Tam that we have. It is a collection of psakim of his, chuvis. Different things of it are brought in Taisvis and so on. That's the famous Sefer Yashar Ben Atam. And we have that. It's, it has its, its importance in the world of halacha. There's another Sefer Yashar, which is a Musa Sefer. It is um, some, it used to be quoted in the name It's not Rabbi Atam. To the best of my knowledge, it's, it's not Rabbi uh, Atam. It's, it's a Rishon. It is a Rishon. And it's, and it's a Chashva Sefer. He has a very famous parik there. Revolva brings it and talks, elaborates on it. Called Yimeha Ava Vimeha Sina. And he describes that a person's typical um, pattern of uh, in, in Avodas Hashem is not a straight line, but it tends to be cyclical. It's, it's a wavy line. There are ups and downs, times when things really go well, and then sort of interest peters out, and so on. 
it's and and the first point he makes is it's not a mark of that a person was fooling himself or that a person has a different ashkafa or so the MS or anything like that. It's natural for things to be cyclical. It goes up and down. The trick is there's nothing you can do to make it a permanently straight line, really, but you can do many things to keep to, to, that the nature of the curve be that there's much up and there's not much down or the down is not very strong and so on. And he speaks about different akudas, very invaluable points about, you know, a person approaching it. But the thing I think that that's important here is the, um, what is it that decides the length um, the, 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 the amplitude, the, the quality of the ups or the downs. So he says two things that, and possibly they're kind of two of the same, but he says um, if a person has hanoa from it, then the, then the upper part will, will, will go um, better. Or if a person has had slacha success, um, so it's a typical case, somebody's sitting and learning, if he enjoys the learning, and the, the ups will tend to be longer. If a person feels very successful um, in his learning, that will also make it that way, and, uh, and so on. So he says, so what a person can do to affect it is to try to bring about some added hana to it. It doesn't mean a side point. It means something in the in in the learning itself, or so on. The key to it that will that will determine the the the, the proportion of the of the of the good kufis to the difficult kufis is going to be the hano and so on. What exactly determines the hano? So obviously, you know, if, if somebody inherently is very difficult for him to, to um, the, you know, learning doesn't do it for him. We understand that. But he's talking about somebody that does have it. He has, he, he has good times. So there's a, there's a saying brought down in the Svarim. It's quoted that, Tainuk temidi eno tainuk. An ongoing um, hana, an ongoing pleasure is not a pleasure. In other words, Let's take a, a very difficult uh, um, type of situation. Um, people who look for uh, to substances for a high are never satisfied any for a long time. You need you need to keep upping the dose, and the reason is because human perception is wired so that as soon as something becomes the norm. The body sees it like that. Um, it's very simple. It, it, noise. Th- th- there are people who, um, you, you know, if you're not used to it, you're in the city and your window faces a, a, a subway, it's very hard to sleep. I had friends who lived next to the subway. I mean, it was the elevated line, on the, it was the bridge, and, and they, the windows would be open in the summer. They never heard the subway because once it's constant, the brain sort of, it filters it out, shuts it out. It's true about Hanor and Tainuk. 
that as soon as something settles into a a um a sort of a constant pattern then um the mind discounts it and that's why one of some people who look to substances they 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 have to keep up in it because that's the mitzvah of it now in the world of ruchnius the same th- dynamic would be true and that's why people a lot of times don't understand um what's happening a person has a Gavaldika Shmuz and has a very inspiring Yom Neiroyim and a very inspiring this and his yeshiva. Everything is wonderful. And then things begin to flag, things begin to sort of dry up and so on and so forth. He feels burnt out. So is the Pshat that Lamafreya, he realized it wasn't inspiring? Those words are no longer true? Um, no. That's not what happened. Sometimes a person commits you to do something, then you have charata, but that's not the normal process. That's not, that's not what's happening. What's happening is the person succeeded in, in bringing you to a certain high, a positive high. An Oivir Hashem, a Ben Teira, an Amal Ben Teira, v'chulu, v'chulu, v'chulu. But that, that less, it, it doesn't, does not constantly, it doesn't stay that way. It can't stay that way. That's not the way a person is. So are we to look for constant new tchotchkes? Tchotchkes, I mean, a new inspiring story, a new inspiring chazal, a, a new game of some sort, if you're young enough. Well, that process is, I don't want to say self-defeating, as much as it, it seems to have to run out of things, and 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 a person doesn't feel, the, the the person feels, you know, I I started, I stopped, I started, I stopped, I started, I stopped. That's it. So where is the chiddush going to come from? Where is that chiddush going to come from that will allow things to become a a a constant tainug? It's not if without a constant tainug things sort of peter out. To keep having new chidushim from the outside, there is arguably a lot of limit to that. And and also, psychologically, it doesn't really satisfy. The third or fourth extraordinary inspiring story you hear, it, it doesn't begin to do it for you. So there's a phenomenon that says, um, it says, that Ma dada zeh, just like the, uh, a breast, kolzman that the tinok is mimashresh, that the baby sucks on it, it 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 gives tam, it's moitzi tam, so too Torah is moitzi tam. Now Chazal were very very makbid over here in this lashon, and they said that it's moitzi tam. They didn't say it's moitzi milk, it's moitzi tam. You know, every time the child goes to drink milk, he, he, it's because he's hungry when, he's, when he nurses, he's always feeling some taste for it. It's never bland. The, the milk, he never gets tired of the same old milk. There's always moitzi tam. And I think Chazal were medactic in their Lashen that, that it is moitzi tam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Torah. Mitzvahs don't have that. In other words, the act of a mitzvah itself, the act is the same act 
person does it once and twice and three times, it's the same tzitzah, the same tefillin. But the chilek of Avedas Hashem that's called Taira is something that connects, in other words, it's my understanding connecting to Rebbeinu Shalom's Chachma. I am constantly looking into, I'm constantly drawing out Chachma, and since HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma is infinite, so that process doesn't stop. So it's, 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 for a person, it's never ever the same. There's always drawing on something deeper. Now, the difference lies really in what we call learning. For a person who learns on autopilot, or in other words, something that can sit back and just kind of let it float in, then um, that's not a process where I'm really um, drawing in. I'm not, I'm not suckling. I'm not, I'm not uh, drawing anything. I'm just keeping my mouth, whatever's there. That's not that process. That's not the process of Omel. If it's not difficult, it means I, it's it's just basically things I know already, or it's a, it's it's a it's a combination thereof, or some sort of permutation of the things I know, because I don't have to push anything, so I'm not drawing anything. I'm simply adding more facts or whatever it is, but there's no sense of extracting something more. When a person learns in a way that he has to tax his mind a bit, that means something qualitatively new is coming into his mind. Chidush, in its full sense, is only Shaykh and Torah. In mitzvahs, if you mechadish something, you're even a vera, you're even a or if you're mechadish by taking away, you're even tigra. There, there is no chiddush. Maybe, but the world of Torah has chiddush in it. The chiddush is not a brand new pshat. Chaim Velozhin says, understanding and knowing something more clearly. Anything that required me to understand better, to clarify, to know better, that's part of that process of chiddush. So Amelus Batera is not something that is um, because I'm stupid, so the only way for me to, to learn Bar is by schwitzing. And if I'm bright, so, I mean, what is the Mila, what is this Amelus Batera? The Amelus Batera has nothing to do with how bright I am, how stupid I am. The question is, am I going past my comfort level or not? That's the, the question. If I'm not going past my comfort level, um, then basically what I'm doing is um, keeping the old, even if it's new facts, but in terms of the quality of those facts, it's like the old ones. So a person doesn't have that sensation and doesn't have that finish. When a person pushes himself 
and he has to work. So that means something that was incomprehensible five minutes ago now became understood. That's Chiddush. And that's a place where a person can always get a new taino because he's moved further along. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's a higher dose because he's, he's another meter down the road, another meter down, another meter down the road. So a melus is something that a person, um, it's the key to moving my Ruchnistika experience um, to a newer place. And moving my experience to a newer place is the key to my having cheshek to doing it, to, to having a constant cheshek to doing it. The um, it, it's just like lahavdul, uh, and you know it's it's a, even fairly similar. A, a person is competing; he's very good in music, he's very good in science, he's very good in whatever, and he's competing. And a certain race or or or, or a certain contest is brings out his juices. He wins that, so then the next one that's more taxing, um, harder, um, is is the one that beckons next, and so on. So a typical road of someone who's successful in, in some other area is to go from a, a small thing and then stops being challenging. It goes to something that's more challenging and more challenging and more challenging. That the, 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 the people are constantly pushing. That's the type of arrangement they usually have. The um, now, the reason why it's in Bukhukhoisai is because it's a mistake to call something a mishpat in absolute terms. In as much as I understand it, that's a mishpat. But that's the tip of the iceberg always. Mishpat is not the pshat where I understand, Abish understands. My understanding of the sigzal, exactly like the we, we, we see eye to eye in the sigzal. That, that that's ludicrous. It means that in Paraduma I have zero idea. In Los Sigzal, I, I I have something. The place where Amelus lies is the part that's still submerged under the water. The part in every Mishpat, every halacha that's still chaik, it's still waiting to be discovered, it's still waiting to be learned. That's where you have. Um, the 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 the, the So in bechukolsei telechu, that's that's where you're going to have um, the, the 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 constant flow of more ground to telechu. There's progress. The piece of ground that you have yet to walk on, that's the chok, and that's where you walk on it. Sasema says, and again, pretty much the vinasati geshmechem beitam. The 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 mida the the sort of the mida connected mida of it, he says, is something which is um, it causes it's a seed that grows and keeps growing. If we want a parallel, in in other words, kilo the seeds are on the ground, and the water is what allows the seeds to keep moving forward. It, it the process of drawing more out from the potential that's in Torah through Amelos 
is the process of of it it is that focal point. It, 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 that's exactly the same process. It's a process where there are things in the ground, there are seeds there, and unless there's effort expended, um, the rain causes it to grow. The Amelus Batera is exactly the same process. In Torah itself, you have um, a bleak vol of, of depth, understanding, in Yanim and so on, you're the one that 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 brings it out. So we have a process here in 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 Amel's Batera, which is a constant bringing to light in your own mind something new, something that was understood. It's not tradition for everybody else. It, it's tradition for you is fine. Um, it requires expend, expenditure of energy. That's a second part. That's a second akuda that is in the Indian of Amelus. The, the Pasuk, Adam Lomel Yula, people don't know where it's from. It's in Eov. And it's uh, part of a monologue of Aliphas, who's answering Eov. And, um, and the debate goes as follows. Eov says, nothing that a person does is worth anything. Everything is is by fate. F-A-T-E. Everything is just, you take a look. Me, I'm a great tzaddik, wonderful person, did so many good things, and look what I got. It's nothing. There's no less still, less time, has shalom, and so on. That was Eov's. Eliphaz says, in a long manner, not like that, and he says, Adam la'amol yulad. So, it means, and the Malmut sort of explains it like that, the, the, the you're wrong. A person can never be nana in this world from something that comes from no place. Something that comes from chance, fate, luck, doesn't give a person pleasure. Since Adam la'amul yulad, since a person is born to achieve, to, to, to create, to do, things that come easy to a person, that land on a person, are a tchotchke. They don't give a person satisfaction. He, he, he tells them there, there are no good things that come by fate, because if they came by fate, they're not good. That's the, the, the crux of his point over there. Adam La'amul Yulad tells me what makes a person tick. A person does not, does not like... I mean, yes, everybody likes nice things, tchotchkes and so on, if it came for free, but that's a person doesn't feel fulfilled, doesn't feel that he's that he's that he's realized himself, and doesn't have that type of tainu. So the only type of tainu a person has really is adam la amul yulad. And the question is, which is the ultimate amels? Like Chazal says, amal pihu, amal teira, and so on. I, I want to try to 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 ponder a few minutes this point. I guess relevant to us. Um. We we tell ourselves because we're not um, we're not the Nefertimegas, and that's not our place, not our job. So learning, we convey itim. We try to learn something. You know, we can get something useful out of it, and so on. The idea to us, the idea of breaking our heads on something is when 
you know you want to make this into your calling you want you want to become somebody very chashev so whatever field you want to be chashev you break your head on it you schwitz you roll up your sleeves and do it so once upon a time in yeshiva as yeshiva bacha you tried it in the snap but as now where this is one of the activities that you do as a elchid but but where where do you get i mean what's the point of it and it, it's it's almost self-defeating. And let me explain what Amelos is. It's not answering Kavega's kasha. It, it, I mean, it is if that's where you're holding it. But learning a Gemara, a piece of Gemara clearly, understanding the give and take well, going over it enough times so that you're fluent in it and it feels really good. If you're holding a job further, asking yourself some thought questions. What's the reason behind this? What's the get halacha and whatever? But those first two steps, figuring it out, schwitzing it out so that not you have an idea, but you have a clear, you, you can say with great empathy for each one of Amiram, he answered this, he asked this. He said, what do you do with the Mishnah? He said, the Mishnah will learn like this. If if that that degree of clarifying is a melus, you took something which was vague, and kind of you know you have an idea, and and you and you can wrap your hands around it. That's the first step of learning, and 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 it requires work. Yes, some people know it all. Some people catch it very quickly. Most people have some some tough time with it. So, but that's a melus. And every time you sweat through something, you like it. And everyone that is honest with himself, the things that come to us with a hard work with Schwitz are enjoyable. So they, they, it's not enjoyable to sit and to, and to, and to Schwitz, but when we've, when we've gotten something, it's by far more pleasurable than sitting back and listening to a, 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 an inspiring story or, or, or some easy mimer that can, that, you know, doesn't take much to, 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 to you know, some easy halach or something like that. Working hard is something that really pushes a person. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. If a person spends 15 minutes, but those 15 minutes are gr- grueling, step by step by step, because it's very easy for us, to, most of us who learning yeshivas, have an idea, and that's about what we can get by listening, or by going through something once. But when we make the effort and go through it a bunch of times, 15 minutes a person can do quite a bit. Quite a bit, I mean not many, many lines of Gemara, as much as many times a Gemara until he gets, he, he, you know, he feels it's his. That's the only thing that can give us a constant pleasure. It means a, a constant effort, um, constant taking ourselves out of our comfort zone. But it's always pleasurable when a person has worked hard. Everyone knows it. When you've worked physically hard, it's pleasant. If a person's a person is 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 done some physical work and it's really sort of schwitzed out and, and accomplished something, a person feels good about it. In 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 Yiddishkeit, this is the one place a person can feel that way. And in the bigger picture, a person, if I think differently, understand differently, feel differently, 
then Uma Yiddishkeit has in itself a different time to it. Um, if it's just coasting, well, this is where I was brought up, and Yeshiva had a wonderful time, and now I'm a Elchid, a veteran, that's that. But emotionally, intellectually, um, I've been coasting, then it can't be enjoyable, and it must start becoming nimas. Routine becomes extremely um, boring, and you just want to get away from it. The only way to get a routine is if it's not routine. If I understand things differently, and, and if I sit down and learn something, I feel I've moved forward. It's the way in which a person can feel that he's progressing, that, that, he's, that he's different a day later than, than a day before, an hour later, an hour before. So, yes, Amelus is extraordinarily nagea to us because it's really the key to everything. If the key to a healthy Yiddishkeit is progression, that a person constantly has a different experience, a different quality of Yiddishkeit, and Bemela, a different connection to it. The Tainug is the connection to it. That's not possible in the world of mitzvahs. It's possible in the world of Torah, which is the, 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 the content of the mitzvahs. So that's where it's possible. So if a person's learning is, it, it, it requires effort. Not only the effort to get, definitely a person deserves tremendous uh, hierarchy for coming after a hard day of work and parking himself next to a safer. So a long, hard day, and a person parks himself next to a safer. Of course, that's, that's chashev. But chaval, not to do the next step, which is to spend the time expending effort instead of coasting. Explaining effort simply means using the brain proactively. Um, you know, it, it, it's saying over to yourself, the shakatai, whatever, whether it's a Mishnah, whether it's Gemara, whether it's Halacha. It, it, try to repeat it to yourself. Go over it a bunch of times. Um, the, 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 you know, you, go, you read it through a few times and then try to say it over to yourself. And if you can do it a few more times, Matov That's the start of, that's Amelos. And that's the start of enjoying things. We, we only enjoy things that we work hard on. That's Amelos, Adolamayulet. And we only enjoy things that are a new source of pleasure. And those things that are a new source of pleasure are um, new understandings. That's the only part of Torah that's Chiddush. Bez Hashem, we should start um, the positive cycle, this Shavuos. We should start the cycle of that we we sort of uh, furrow our brow and we schwitz and we come out of a seder with the satisfaction of having worked our minds, understood something better. Um, is that things begin to blossom, but for sure person begins to feel everything has a different time in his life. The only thing we ever get satisfaction out of are things we've done. A passive accomplishments don't, um, don't do it for a person. Passive um, understandings don't do it for a person. And therefore, a person needs to engage in a, uh, a constant uh, drive. 
all other brachas, cyber gashmius, the cyber ruchnius, that process should start with it, and we should be zeichet to the fullness of that of, of all those brachas that are in the parish of Shmiskayim. Yes, there are a few questions in the Q and A. Okay, I can I can do a few questions. Yeah. So, the first question is: Rob mentioned that one of a person's motivations is tainuk. What other motivation do we have? There is learning lishma, which I assume means one is motivated for a higher purpose than tainuk. Is there another way to serve Hashem and say, what is other than Tainuk? The answer is no. The answer is even with Shema is Tainuk, but it's a different what the Tainuk is. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll briefly, I don't want to, if the topic needs to be discussed on its own. The difference in Shema, for instance, if you, if you learn um, because you, you're getting a candy for it, the Tainuk is not the thing itself. If you learn because you get covered, the tainug is not the thing itself. If you're learning because you enjoy the mental gymnastics of it, it's closer, it's still not it. If you learn it because your tainug is the emis, to understand the emis of the bria, which is your Bainasham's Ratzen, that's the Shema. It always has to be a, a, a time. Tainug by definition is, that, that's what a person does. The next one, how is the Chazal of Torah being compared to a nursing child coming to tell us about a melos? It doesn't take effort to be able to nurse. Is that it? No, it does. It, what it means is it's, it, the arrangement is not that it spritzes into the mouth. There's effort from the child. The child has to mind the milk, so to speak. We obviously, because of child labor laws, we can't have them do an extraordinary amount of effort. But tachlis, it requires effort. You need to suck. It, it's not spritz into your mouth. It's not an IV. How does or should a melzer affect the other components of a person of what is Hashem? Well, like we said, a person f- should feel different. A person should feel that his Yiddishkeit is new. He, he has a, a new understanding, a new take on things. Give a person a different state of mind in approaching everything. That's how I think it works. That, that's the point I was trying to make. How does the definition with technology invention and printing press today when you can perform complex searches across farm? Rafutna writes in his Akdama to the 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 um in the in the uh in the Oitza Mfarshatama, I think it was called, that that uh Mechon Yoshlein put out, where they brought like a compendium of all the kashas and shilas on a sugya. You know, they're like like it's like um that was the first uh, sort of Hutner writes uh, in his Akdama. He was like sort of, I don't know if he's the Nasim, but whatever he was behind it. He writes very Bishabechit. He said, Some people think that Amelus Batura means the schlepping down of all the Sfarim and the looking around in Sfarim. He says, By giving you the Sfarim in front of your nose, you can start by thinking into it. No amount of Google search is going to make you know it. The information is there, but that you have to sit down and a first of all the muscle. The shakotai of the Gemara is the aleph base, or again the Mishnah or or Mishnah Brewer, but that's the aleph base. To go over it a few times till you are comfortable with it, it it, it clicks. There, there's 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 such a difference. It's like it's like when you go to an eye doctor and he gives you a picture and he says, well, can you see it? 
I can see it, but this is better. Yes, and finally, there's a point where he turns it and says, well, I, I, all the lines are sharp. It's like that learning. You know, you have an idea, you pretty much know it, until you don't feel you have two hands on it, and, and, and you really have it, you don't have that comfort, that sense of knowing it. And when you do have it, so it, it means going over it a bunch of times and repeating it to yourself, uh, sort of, Balped, the Shakavataria. It also means, um, again, depending on what stage a person is, it can mean asking himself, where does halacha come from? Why is this thing? And so on. But it's a proactive process. It's not passive. That's the difference. Amelus is proactive. And like the person asked, the child needs to suck. The child does not get it, an IV from the mother. When he's in the womb, he gets an IV. That that's but as soon as he's born, Adam Lamu Yula. Okay, Hashem, we should be Zaycha to um a Shvuas that really inspires us to start the process. Any inspiration is 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 doomed to be short lived unless it lights a certain flame when we start becoming um active. We start the ones you know, the, the we we start uh it, 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 the 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 process. Someone asked. I still don't understand. I thought the Shema is emes neishu emes. Yes, emes neishu emes means that I want the emes. A person, the tainug, because we think a tainug is like a, a, a good steak. A person who doesn't care for emes, tainug means the point that that this is nafshi chashka. So no one is inspired to do anything for any reason. On that's called as tainug. So, so Emes nature Emes is exactly that. Only one in a in a million wants Emes nature Emes. The person who wants Pshat, who wants to understand, because this is Emes, and 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 my soul is is mistaken for Emes. That's called the time of Emes. That's called the Shema. Okay, Agudin. Thank you very much. Okay.